Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. Nikki Kelly is the editor-in-chief for the Indiana Capital Chronicle. Uh, Nikki, there's a post on your publication today. One of the writers on your staff has an article out about the guy that's running against Andre Carson here in Indy. And to say that there's a lot going on here. It's an understatement. Well, I love the title of the article. A congressional candidate with possibly fake donors, a feud with a local radio host, a mysterious political consulting <laughs> firm. Time for you to meet Gabe Wheatley. <laughs> I love that. So, Nikki, let's uh, let's meet Gabe. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, so I just want to first give a little props to Casey Smith, who you mentioned wrote the story. She spent dozens of hours working on this story in the past month. Obviously, we've got a legislative session going on, so she would work it in whenever she could. Um, just so much work in licensing, tax records, marriage records, everything she was trying to find. And basically what we found was we would gotten a tip about some questionable donations. Um, initially, I think I probably wouldn't have moved with it, but the amount of money that Mr. Whitley was raising – was pretty significant and and even rivaled, you know, a longtime Democrat sitting congressman. So that, you know, got our attention for sure. So he was raising money nearly equal to Andre Carson? Yeah, I mean, if you look at last year, he he raised a little less than Andre Carson, but Andre Carson raised the whole year versus nine months for Gabe Whitley. So that initially got our attention, and then it just seemed the more and more we dug into stuff – there were there would be little offshoots and whenever we would offshoot to something we would be stymied we couldn't verify something we couldn't find websites or records or addresses and and so um and then we were already working on it and then uh, this complaint was filed so we were able to hustle up and get it finished so let's talk about the possible fake donors here um what did you guys find out well, I mean, first of all, you got to know that the majority of the donors um, are not in Indiana. That alone, you know, raises a little bit of eyebrows. Um, many of them were termed unemployed, retired, like you really couldn't, you know, there wasn't enough information to search for them. So we focused on ones that had specific um, occupations included in the FEC filings, whether that be doctors, realtors, um, And that's where we got into looking into occupational licensing, public databases to try to verify people. Um, And like I said, we just kept coming up empty. So when you're going down the rabbit hole of trying to find out who these donors are, uh, normally it's a pretty easy process, but you guys were having a hard time, correct? Correct. And um, we had had learned, obviously, that there was a similar story that the Evansville Courier Press did back in 21 or 22 um, during when Mr. Whitley was running for mayor and they had actually found some of the, the, the donors, but the donors had no idea what they were talking about. Say they didn't donate, didn't know who Gabe Whitley was. 
So, um, you know, that was also in the back of our mind as we were trying to pin down some of the some of the donations. So, again, just to make sure our audience is up to speed here, this Gabe Whitney cat that's running against Andre Carson, a lot of these allegations that are out there now happened previously in another city down in Evansville as well. Well, definitely they were campaign finance irregularities that the paper wrote about that down there. Slightly different, but but yes. Okay. And one of these complaints now that was filed by Gabrielle Kindle is involving that mayor's race. Um, that That's the one that was filed with the state election division versus the one filed for the current congressional race with the FEC. Now, full transparency, Gabrielle Kendall is Rob Kendall's wife, who works here at WIBC. And there's been a beef between Gabe Whitley and Abdul and Rob Kendall. And, like, that's another part of this whole story, isn't it, Nikki? Yeah, that's definitely a beef. Um, There are so much we didn't put in the story, to be fair. Um, But, you know, we had to obviously show where the complaint was coming from. And that was obviously part of Gabe's defense when we talked to him was sort of much ado about nothing. It's part of the vendetta, that kind of thing. Chatting with Nikki Kelly. Uh, She's the editor-in-chief for the Indiana Capitol Chronicle. Uh, There's an article in the Capitol Chronicle by Casey Smith highlighting a lot of uh, shady activity that could cost Gabe Whitley his chance to run against Andre Carson. Uh, Nikki, let's go into the political consulting firm about Mr. Whitley. Yeah, so um, one of the things we noticed is that even though he's raising a lot of money, he's not spending much money. Um, but what he is spending, you know, under twenty grand. Uh, is going to this thing called Save the USA, which he says is a political consulting slash fundraising firm. He says he paid them for polling and signature gathering, that kind of stuff. Um, But we can't find that entity anywhere. Um, It was allegedly created here in Indiana, but now it's in Texas. We tried business listings. There's no website. There is a LinkedIn page with it that's associated with Gabe Whitley, but... um, we, like I said, we can't verify that entity exists, uh, even going through the entire FEC website, because, you know, lots of people, lots of candidates around the nation pay for political consulting. The only three payments to Save the USA are from Gabe Whitley, and he says he founded it and is now just a board member, um, and which led us to another gentleman who he says is running it, and we also could not find him. So, Nikki, I, this is such a bizarre, intricate story. In, in in Whitley was willing to talk to the Chronicle about this. Like overall, big picture, what questions did you ask him? Did you ask him about you know the consulting firm, and uh, did you ask him about these donors? Where are they? What kind of conversation did you have with Whitley, and how did he respond? Yeah, Casey Smith talked to him. She had talked to him previously for different stories. Um, you know, a couple years ago when she was with Associated Press. Uh, you know, he was relatively open. Um, I believe she asked him directly if the donors were real, um, and he sort of skirted that, and that and that, that quote is definitely in our story. Um, he wanted to focus on Rob and Gabrielle Kendall and not necessarily the issues. So he's uh, deflecting, uh, I, in my opinion, and from what I read. 
Yeah, and some, you know, there were a lot of um, donors who gave above the $3,300 limit, though a lot of that money has since been returned. Yesterday, when we were finalizing the story, two amended returns, FEC filings came through. Um, You know, so he is making some changes, but I think the overall question of some of the donors that may or may not be real, um, that is still very open. And Nikki, I know you didn't write this story, but as the editor-in-chief here, uh, when you had conversations with Casey, who did write this story, uh, what questions did you have for her? Because I'm curious, there's a lot going on in this story, and as someone who's in charge of this media outlet here, you've got to make sure all your ducks in a row. Yeah, of course. And and we've been working side-by-side on the story for more than a month, Um Gabe Whitley, I believe, sued the Evansville Courier Press when they ran a similar story. We obviously were in touch with our higher-ups. We were in touch with lawyers who reviewed it. Um, We wanted to make sure we were as accurate as possible. We gave everyone in the story a chance to comment, but also let, let people know that this complaint exists and that there are some sort of questionable things going on. I want to go back one one more time here before we let you go. Again, Nikki Kelly is our guest. Yeah. I want to get into this uh, consulting firm that Gabe says he's on the board of. Your staff has said that they can't find anybody else affiliated with this company. There's really not a paper trail of the company itself. Have you guys checked into banking records or anything like that? Well, obviously, we're limited to things that are publicly available. I can't get into personal banking records. The FEC can. Um, This group, Save the USA, did initially send Gabe Whitley money, but later the FEC said, whoa, 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 we can't figure this out. This group isn't registered, Um, so Gabe had to return it. But he's still spending money with that company. Um, One of the more interesting, um, obviously, we wanted to talk to that company, and he gave us the name of Spencer McDaniel, um, who, again, we could not find. But one of the things we found, he he does have a Facebook page, and it links to his wife. Um, Photos on both those pages, we reverse Google image searched, and they are, you know, from beach shoots, in cosmopolitan and just like like stock photos from google then basically right strange so is there a chance nikki this is like a uh andy kaufman tony clifton kind of thing here is it out of the realm of possibility that this spencer character is actually gabe look i don't i don't know i mean we tried we the only way we had to contact him was through the facebook page we we sent messages um I, I, just, I don't know. I, I can't say he's not real. I'm just saying we've tried all the ways we can do, uh, you know, with publicly available information and, you know, didn't come up with anything. Indiana Election Board have anything to say about this? Have they chimed in at all? No. I mean, the complaints were just filed a couple of days ago and both the FEC and the election division, you know, they're limited on what they can say until they do their own investigation And if they would file some sort of formal charge or complaint, that would all be civil. There could be fines, things like that. So um, we haven't really gotten any reaction because they're limited in what they can say and react to. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath. It's been my experience of dealing with the Indiana Election Board that even if you get hassled at the polls on Election Day, they'll kind of look at you and go, well, 
tough blank. Sorry. So I'm not crossing my fingers uh, waiting for anything there. Uh, Nikki Kelly, man. Great information. Thank you so much. Check out the Indiana Capital Chronicle, and the story is out there. Nikki is the editor-in-chief. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Boy, it's a shame because anybody running against Andre Carson, I mean, you're a Marion County resident. Right. If a stapler was running against Andre Carson, if the water bottle I've got in the studio was running against (laughs) Andre Carson, I'd take a look at it. It just sounds like the GOP might be in trouble on this one if this is who they have running against a powerhouse like Carson. Uh, this guy of uh, questionable background. Right. Yeah. So check out the article for yourself. You guys make up your own minds.